This is episode number 150 of Life Repurposed. This week, I'm wrapping up season five and celebrating some milestones for the show. I'll share 10 Life Repurposed lessons I learned from guests this season, and I'll review some favorites. So grab a cup of coffee and come on in, because we're going to celebrate episode number 150, You're listening to Life Repurposed, where you'll find practical biblical wisdom for everyday living, creative inspiration, and helpful resources. Grow your faith, improve your relationships, discover your purpose, and reach your goals with topics to encourage you to find hope amid the trashy stuff of life. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. I'm recording this episode right after a six-day vacation with my husband to unplug, unwind, and enjoy the outdoors. I'm not a super outdoorsy person, but I do like nature and I like taking pictures. So we go hiking on shorter hikes to beautiful trails, not, not so strenuous if you're a true hiker, but I love to go hiking on trails at state parks and find waterfalls and take pictures of those and enjoy scenic overlooks and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we do when we unplug. I like to pretend that you're sitting across the table from me and we're having a conversation. And so I'm going to pretend right now as if you asked me how I'm doing. I know the standard answer is fine or I'm doing well if you asked me, but I'm tired. That vacation was so needed. But you know how it goes. You know that you go right back into the challenges when you return. Even though I unplugged for my emails I had a ton of them to take care of on a Monday morning when I got back from that vacation. So I'm feeling a bit frayed. Sometimes it feels as if a meltdown is right there waiting for the right trigger. I'm prioritizing, I'm evaluating, and I'm asking God to guide my steps so I don't miss the direction he wants me to go. It's kind of like when you're in the car and you completely miss an exit because your mind is elsewhere. Ask me how I know. Today, I'm recording episode number 150, and it's the last one of season five of Life Repurposed. So let's do a little recap of the seasons. Actually, we're not going to go through all of them in case you're panicking and thinking I'm going to review all of the seasons. I'm going to do a recap of this season, but I do want to go back a little bit in case you haven't been with Life Repurposed since the beginning. And I actually kind of hope you haven't because I'm a little embarrassed about those first episodes. But it launched in September of 2018. I had this brainchild. I wanted to start a podcast. I worked on it throughout 2018, just kind of coming up with some ideas. And then in like late summer, early fall, it really solidified. And I put together some of the graphics I wanted to use. And I was at a retreat and I worked out a plan for those first couple of episodes. And so in late September of 2018, Life Repurpose launched. So it's been four years since this podcast started. There have been 25,000 and counting downloads and plays of the episodes, and there have been 150 episodes. So you can do the math. My listeners are growing. The number of people who download and play is growing, and I always appreciate that. The first season was a solo season. It was fairly short. I did some, actually, I did video on every episode and put those out on YouTube. And it was just me talking to the camera and then taking the audio from that and turning that into audio for podcasts. So it was kind of a, a video blog and a podcast at the same time. 
And the show notes that went along with that were pretty extensive because I was really trying to cover the um, the thing I had been blogging about for quite a while, and that was uh, faith and creativity in everyday life. And I was trying to cover that in every episode. There was like a, a faith element, something crafty, and then something practical for everyday life. So it has really morphed over time. Because then I started adding in some guests and I was still under that format of trying to keep those things in there. I'd been blogging about those topics for years, so I wanted to kind of be true to that, uh, the start of where Life Repurposed really came from. But as I started to add in guests, I really wanted to have room for more of their stories instead of conforming into a format that I had. So it just sort of gradually changed in season two when I started adding those guests Over the last four years, I've had more than 65 guests on the show, and so there have been some times where I've had a string of solo episodes and then a string of guest episodes, and then it kind of became every other one for a little while. In 2021, I published a compilation book called Life Repurposed, and I interviewed many of the authors who wrote chapters in that book on the podcast, so you got to hear stories of people who had experienced Life Repurposed themselves. And then in early 2022, I decided to eliminate solo episodes and just interview guests. And I changed the show at that time to every other week. And that was just because I was actually feeling overwhelmed and producing a show every week was taking a lot of time. And I also knew that the the pandemic had changed people's listening habits. I started the podcast well, it was um, a year and a half before there was a pandemic. So people's listening habits were much different. When I started the podcast, I was really thinking about people who were driving on longer commutes or running around picking up their kids from sports. And they were listening in the car and they were you know, listening between appointments and stuff like that, listening on their lunch break. And then it's changed. More people work from home, fewer people commute. So our listening habits have really changed. And I don't know if you, I know if you're listening, you're a podcast listener, and you probably listen to some other shows as well. And so if you're like me, you know that you're trying to keep up with all these favorites that you have. And I actually kind of appreciate when shows aren't quite as frequent because then I can listen to some other shows. And I really want you to listen to all of your favorites and not to only listen to one podcast. So it's kind of for your sake and mine that I decided to go with every other week and produce a little bit longer show, but not quite so often. So Um, I'm going to keep up with that. I'm planning on having future seasons for now be every other week as well and keeping up with interviewing guests because I really like bringing their perspectives to you and not just my own story. So that leaves you, like I said, with some space to listen to your other favorite shows and it protects my sanity. Speaking of sanity, producing a show involves booking the episode with a guest communicating back and forth with that guest, recording the episode with the guest, editing the audio, the two tracks from the guest and from mine, uploading that audio to the web and creating a blog post to go along with it, creating graphics in Canva, transcribing the audio, not only for the sake of giving you a transcript, but also because I use that in order to pull some clips out that I'm going to use um, for each episode as a video clip or an audio clip that I can put out there on social media, posting those on social media, sending an email through MailChimp to 
my followers and sending an email to the guests to let them know their episode is going to air. You're getting the picture, I hope. <laughs> Producing a podcast is a lot of work and there are a lot of steps involved in that. And this show has been sponsored and underwritten by our family budget, my business budget, basically, and some of the royalties from my books, which I feature in the episodes as the episode sponsors. Speaking of those sponsorships, let's listen to one right now for the Life Repurposed book. This episode is sponsored by the Life Repurposed book. It includes stories of grace, hope, and restored faith from 34 women just like you. You'll find comfort, inspiration, and wisdom as they share their accounts of how they found hope and renewed faith as they've come through trials and tough times, including family struggles, infertility, health challenges, doubt, fear, human trafficking, depression, heartbreak, loss, and so much more. In these examples of forgiveness, starting over, renewed joy, fresh faith, and love and healing, discover inspiration to experience your own story of transformation. There are some thought-provoking questions to use for your own reflection or group discussion at the end of every chapter as well. If you'd like to know more about Life Repurposed, Stories of Grace, Hope, and Restored Faith, you'll find that at liferepurposedbook.com. That's liferepurposedbook.com. I produce the episodes myself, which often happens late at night because I'm working in client work during the day, doing my full-time job. So uh, doing that late at night was not working out on a, on a weekly basis. The other thing that I did last year is I launched a Facebook group and then I paused the Facebook group. And that was recent that I decided to pause the Facebook group. I realized that I might be trying to do all the things when God wants me to just do some of the things. And so maybe you're thinking, well, you didn't really give that Facebook group very much time to grow. And you're right. I really didn't. I realized before it had a chance to grow very much that I just needed that break. And sometimes we have to do the thing that God is calling us to do because it's the thing that's going to keep us from going crazy. So it's paused. It might be back. I don't know if it will be in the future or not, but for right now, it's just paused. And if you happen to try to join the Facebook group, you'll see that, um, it's just there for now. So thank you for understanding if you've been part of this journey and knowing that sometimes there are different iterations and reiterations of the process. And so sometimes I make a decision and I jump in feet first and then decide, wait, no, I was maybe a little bit fast with doing that and really hadn't thought through it very well. As we wrap up season five and I take a little break to gather my wits and think about the next season, I want to leave you with 10 things today that I learned in season five that have changed my life. I hope they changed yours too. And if you haven't listened to the episodes, you have a couple of months to catch up while I'm on break. And if you want to find links to anything I mention right now, I will have one blog post with some of this in the show notes. You'll just go to michellerayburn.com slash 150 for this episode. But that's kind of a formula for how you find any episode. You just go to michellerayburn.com, 
add a forward slash and then the number of the episode that I mentioned. So any episode number I mention right now, you can just jot that down in your mind and just add that with a slash at the end of my website and I'll get you right there. Now, of course, all these episodes are also on your favorite listening platform. So no worries if you don't want to listen to it right in that blog post. There are links to all of those platforms. I love it if you subscribe, even if you can't listen to every episode, it automatically downloads them to your listening device. And then you're able to just go ahead and pick and choose, you know, scroll through and decide on an episode to listen to. I have some shows that I do that automatic downloading and it's really helpful because I otherwise I forget like, oh, I really wanted to listen to that one. The other way that you can get a reminder is also to subscribe to my email list and then you get that inbox email reminder whenever an episode comes out. Okay, so I promised you 10 lessons. So let's start with the life repurposed lessons from season five. Number one lesson, your spiritual growth habits are your own and they don't have to look like someone else's. This was from Gwen Jackson in episode 135. I let go of some of the shame associated with not doing my daily devotions just right and having free-flowing habits that didn't really align with other people's habits. I love Jesus, and that doesn't change if I have devotions at a certain time of day. He didn't heap rules on people. It was the Pharisees that did. So from Gwen, I learned that your spiritual habits are your own, and they don't have to look like someone else's. Number two, we never stop working on relationships, especially marriage. This was from episode 132 with Cynthia Rukti. She talked about how we cannot assume that we're doing fine and we can coast when it comes to marriage. It's a lifelong commitment to learning. If there's anything I know, this is so true. After being married to my husband for almost 33 years now, it's a never-ending thing. And so it's always a good reminder for me and life-changing to remember I have to be intentional about that relationship. I hope that's encouraging for you as well. And I mentioned that my husband and I were just on a vacation. And during that time, we had some heart-to-heart conversations about how is our time working and, and what does our relationship need right now? And I asked my husband if we could recommit to a certain day of the week that we sit down and have supper together and then we spend some time together doing an activity, going for a walk, watching a movie together, unplugged from our phones, number one, (laughs) very important, that we're not just both sitting side by side scrolling on our devices. Uh, I wanted to be intentional about that because what happens now that we're empty nesters is that um, we just, I'm not cooking the same as I did when there were kids at home. And listener, I know a lot of you still have kids at home and you're looking forward to that day when you don't have to cook every day, but you do have to be intentional about your relationship because when you're not gathering around the table because the kids are there, you kind of just drift off to do your own hobbies. So that was the second lesson. We never stop working on relationships, especially marriage. Number three, the broken pieces in our story are not the ending. They are just chapters in the story. Jennifer Watson shared that in episode number 137. She also talked about being gutsy and moving past bondage. And she talked about freedom and just being 
free, free from our past. And she talked about her own broken pieces. And I love that reminder that the broken pieces in our story are not the ending of our story. They're just chapters in the story. And it continues from there. So if you need that word of hope, you'll want to listen to episode 137 and hear all of what Jennifer said. But today, I hope you hear that too, that if you're in a broken place, this is not the ending of your story. Number four, this was from a recent episode, Hallways Have Purpose. Hallways, yes, hallways. Have you thought about the hallway in your house? Tracy Steele talked about that in episode 149 and how those hallways get us somewhere. I don't like waiting, but I appreciate waiting more after considering the hallway moments and how they have a purpose. So it might be boring. It might seem like you're stuck there, but waiting has a purpose. Number five, tragedy doesn't have to be the end of all good things. Trisha Zodi talked about this in episode 143, about how God reminded her she could have another beautiful life after losing her husband. It gave me hope about how God brings us through heartbreak and how it doesn't have to be the end of all good things. If you've just experienced a tragedy or you're going through a very difficult time, I hope that you hear this as encouragement that God has another beautiful life for you, even if the beautiful life you've been living all along is suddenly shattered. Number six, I learned that you can love Jesus and unsubscribe from what isn't like him. Amy Fritz talked about unsubscribing in episode 141 and about untangling Christ from Christian culture and seeing that the two are not one in the same thing. Mind-blowing, right? Christ and Christian culture are not the same. And so we have to untangle, like, what's part of culture that has nothing to do with Jesus? So we can unsubscribe from anything that isn't like Jesus. And we can love him wholeheartedly. If you haven't listened to episode 141, I encourage you to listen to that with Amy Fritz. Number seven, whether or not you're on social media, it will affect your life. Chris Martin talked in episode 134 about how even his grandmother, who isn't on social media, hears about the stories from friends and family and it changes her. We use social media, but we don't let it use us, was Chris's message. So whether or not you're on it or whether you've unplugged from it, it still affects your life. That reminds me to always be filtering. So that, that's the life lesson I took from my conversation with Chris, is that I need to be aware and know that even if I think something's not affecting me, it is. The conversations around us are definitely influenced by social media, whether you believe it or not. Number eight, do the thing that would make your life count. Jerry Dugan started off the year with episode 124, talked about getting out of a rut. And he had no idea that later in the same year, he would break out of his own rut and resign from a job that was keeping him from doing the things that counted. Of course, we don't talk about that in the episode in 124 because it just happened recently. And in episode 124, he was talking about how we can all get out of our rut and do something that would make our life count. Now, for each one of us, that's a different thing. And for me, Making my life count could be working on that book that I've set aside for a long time that I really need to finish writing. For you, it's something completely different. So ask the question, what would make my life count? And what's stopping me from doing that? 
Number nine, as long as you're moving forward, you can pivot. This was a life lesson from Esther Littlefield in episode 126. I've ended up pivoting several times this year, and some of it was because of that conversation with Esther. And she talked about not being a cookie cutter of someone else. And I think some of the things that I do are because I think I should do it because someone else is doing this on this social platform and they're showing up here and I think I need to show up there too. And so Esther reminded me that as long as I'm moving forward, I can pivot. I'm moving forward in a different direction, but I don't want to get too distracted. It's like that off ramp, you know, if I get going too fast, I miss that God has something else for me and he wants me to turn here. So that's a great reminder for me that I can keep pivoting. I can commit to something, but that commitment can keep on changing and it can keep on iterating. I've used that word twice now, but that really is what it is. It keeps iterating. Okay, here's the last one. Number 10, cake. Yes, cake, as in cupcakes and cake, is not good or bad. And you're not good or bad for eating it. In episode 142, Aaron Todd talked about intuitive eating and getting out of the idea that food choices are moral choices. Calling things good, calling food good or bad, makes me actually a good or bad person for the choices I make. And she wanted to shatter that mindset and say, what you eat does not make you a bad person. You are not immoral because of food choices you have made. Erin's podcast and the advice she gave on my show have changed me so much this year. It's still a work in progress, but I'm closing this with this one because it's such a great reminder for me of how everything ties in together. Like the food choices we make in a day and the mindset that goes along with it and perhaps the lies that we tell ourselves about it affects like a domino. It tips into another area of life and tips into another area of life and can really mess with our decision making. So Aaron encourages um, breaking out of diet mindset and, and breaking up with disordered eating. And so that's something that I've been working on. And maybe that resonates with you. If you'd like to hear more, it's in episode 142 with Aaron Todd. And then she has a podcast called Intuitive Eating for Christian Women that I think you would really enjoy if this is something you're interested in exploring as well. I could continue. I wanted to stop at 10 because I don't want this episode to get too long. But if you scroll through the last season on your listening platform, you'll see some other favorites of mine. Uh, For example, Bonnie Gray talked about a culture of loneliness and growing up in Chinatown, San Francisco. That was episode 130. Katie Lee, who is Connie on Adventures in Odyssey. uh, This was actually... One The one episode my adult son decided to listen to because he's such an Odyssey fan, that was episode 136. Clarissa Mall talked about losing her husband while on vacation and being a young widow in episode 139. Robin W. Pearson was in episode 147. She's my new favorite fiction author. Janelle Wood talked about faith questions and helping others find their way through their questions in episode 148. And Gina Stinson told the story of losing her dad at a young age and then later in life getting a stepfather who she calls her second good gift. That was episode 140. There's so many more. So I hope you go back and listen to episodes and interviews from this season. 
As I think about wrapping up the season, I really want to thank you. This is like my ultimate thing today is I want to come on here to thank you, listener, because if you weren't here, it would be a waste of my time for me to do these episodes. If you're here every episode, thank you for faithfully downloading and listening. If you're here every so often, thank you for that too, because I listen to a lot of shows that way. Uh, An episode here or there are the topics that just really resonate with me. And so I understand that listening habit too. There's so much great content out there that we can all listen to on so many shows. Your feedback and your encouragement have also been a blessing. Whenever I get an email or a note from someone, a text message, it's just such a great reminder for me when you say, that an episode blessed you in some way. Podcasting is my way of staying connected with my book readers in a meaningful way, but it's also my way of giving content to those who haven't yet connected with me as a writer. It's my way of providing links to helpful resources to you to help you find hope in the trashy stuff of life. So I always appreciate when you tell friends or you share a social post with a link to an episode. Maybe you're wondering what's coming up in season six. Well, I'm kind of wondering that too because I'm still praying about it. But I'm working on those plans and I would love your input. After you leave a review of Life Repurposed on your favorite listening platform, would you drop me an email at michelle at michellerayburn.com and let me know what you'd love to learn more about in 2023? I'd like to feature guests who speak right to your needs. So if you have a specific thing that you'd love to see addressed in a podcast, I would like to address that. So go ahead and email me and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. My ideal listener is a woman who is 40-ish and edging toward an empty nest. I say ideal listener. Let me just explain what that is in podcast terms. Writers and podcasters identify what they call an ideal listener because it's helpful to have one person in mind when we're creating content because then everything feels cohesive because it's created for that person. Some people call it an avatar, like a made-up person who we see in our mind sitting across the table from us as we're talking into the microphone and then that content is directly to her. And I know that that many of you don't fit this demographic, but I think it's just helpful to know that that's where we're targeting. So my ideal listener is a woman who's 40-ish. She's edging toward an empty nest. She's contemplating her purpose in life. And optimism might be really hard for her to find amid the challenges of juggling her needs and everyone else's. She has goals and dreams, but she sees a lot more barriers than breakthroughs in her path. And she longs to know if God sees her struggle or if he's just completely not seeing her at all. She may feel disqualified by something that is part of her story, but I want to help her find hope in the brokenness, and I want her to know that God sees every one of us, that he sees our struggle, and that we are not alone. I approach this with a conversational style, a come-alongside approach, biblical wisdom, and some practical resources to inspire this woman to keep moving forward. Maybe that describes you. It's okay if it doesn't, but it's helping me guide content and putting it together in a way that it makes sense. So I want to approach it like it's the big sister who's making content for the little sister coming up 10 years or so behind me. The next episode of Life Repurposed will air sometime in 2023. In the meantime, raise your cup of coffee and let's cheer to 150 episodes. Thank you 
for being part of the legacy of Life Repurposed. I appreciate you so much. I'll link to the episodes mentioned, like I said, in these 10 life lessons in the show notes for this episode. That's going to be at michellerayburn.com slash 150. So until 2023, when we come back with a new episode, I'm saying bye for now. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com to get the show notes for this episode. Each week, I share links to everything mentioned in the episode, graphics you can share, and guest quotes. 